Sup, everybody, and welcome to Pillow Talk, Moments with the Boldness. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all, and I'm his wife, and it's my birthday, Mrs. Deidre at Mobley Jr. And we something like an extraordinary couple. Or something like a what? An extraordinary couple? We something like an ordinary couple. We something like a... We... Ordinary. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. What's up, everybody? And welcome hey. to Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, guys. I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley Jr. And it's my birthday. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. I got all flustered. You got flustered? Because you of all of fine. this. All of this radiance. Uh, uh, uh. Ah. You all right? Hey, babe. All right. So we could do a part two. We're going to do a part two. So I wanted to bring something to the listeners. Um, So last week, you know, part one, we had a little little small little riff going on. And if y'all remember, last week, she didn't say, and I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. She said, and I'm Deidre, his wife. That's what she did. I did. You feeling better today, I'm assuming. I am. Well, that's good. We've made up. You've you forgiven claim, me. You claim you claim me now. Yeah. I but always last, claim you. No, uh, last week it was on the it was on the fence. I always claim you. You was like, I'm Deidre. I mean, I'm I'm his his wife. I love you. I love you too. You Thank always you. try to fix it with love. Okay, y'all. So we go finish. Uh, we were talking about the seven stages of marriage, um, and so we got to number three. We covered three of them last time. This time we're gonna cover four of them. We played a real a whole lot last week. Well, last week we was t- I was tired. I know. Yeah. So this week I'm a, I'm a little this you know I'm I'm a little bit better today. I'm a little excited about our time off. So um, that's giving me a little bit of life. All right. Well, I'm gonna so, hurry up because I need to talk run- to you. I need some ibuprofen. <laughs> Okay, so listen, guys. You need the the bottle or the natures? Natures. Okay. So last week we talked about the seven stages of marriage. And this week we um, we talked about the honeymoon. A quick recap. We talked about the honeymoon phase where it's the whole goo-goo eyes and I love you forever. And, and you make my heart flutter. Ooh, I'm just and, so happy. Yeah, and I just love you so much. And you're just the best thing since sliced bread. Look at you over there looking good. Yeah, just waking up with just your waking up. Breath. Right, and come and lay on me. I, it don't, your breath smells like don't matter. Lilies. It smells like strawberries, strawberries and creams and... Peaches and roses. Give me a kiss with your bad breath. No, no, I don't know about that. But that ain't that's yeah, yeah. Um, And then we talk about the the next phase we went to was the adjustment phase, which in that um, is you know that first stage is kind of coming to an end. You kind of you know adjusting, seeing some things that's going on. You be like, "Mm." also that's how you do. This is the time where you got to make the decision. Yeah, so now, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that the layers are coming off now, right. and you getting the see, real stuff, yeah, you know, is showing. This is what you see in the entire time. I love you. You're so sweet. Yeah. Oh, you're so fine. Arm, your arm got and tied then, ooh, and now it's the, 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 the thing is coming down. I love you so right. much. You're the best person in the world. You're the best this. What what you just said to me? Right. That's when the, it comes yeah. down a little bit. That's I also, you stop. Also known as real world. That's 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 the adjustment yeah. phase. And then the last, uh, the third one that we talked about was the great escape phase. Um, 
and that's pretty much like the power struggle um, phase. Uh, within this stage, they say comes the seven year itch type thing. Um, it also says the danger of an affair happens during this, yeah. like is more likely during this time of it. Um, conf- conflicts and frustration replace the earlier passion and the adjustments and stuff like that. And you can go catch the first one. We're not going to just go deep, dig deep into yeah. those three ones. We're going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, get into the other ones. You said them three ones. So, <clears throat> so with the great escape, the great escape to be in, and it be as simple. The great escape has to do with, because once you're trying to blend yourself and become one with your spouse, um, it's tough because you got to sacrifice and you got to give up stuff. So what happens is you you feel like you're losing yourself while you're trying to become one. Mm-hmm. So what usually happens is you back up and try to gather yourself to become, to find some worth again. So you try to become yourself without your spouse. You try to find yourself before you got married and you was working on the stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's when the separation sometimes comes where it might be um, infidelity or you might be building a whole nother world over here without your spouse. Yeah. And they don't know stuff. So it's definitely, um, that's what is the escape, the escape part of it is. But and don't we go explained, Right. We explained that last week. That's why I said we weren't going to get in deep on those I'm months. A, you got all that, baby. It's your birthday. So as she came with me a little hot sauciest. We 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 are going into the next stage, which of course you got all is, that. It's your birthday. You can do it. You can say whatever you want to say to me today. It's the reassessment phase, okay? So this is what we're going into next because we got four to cover, baby. Okay, let's okay? roll. Okay, all right. So so it says late in the first dec later in the first decade of the marriage and often into the second decade, couples become more accustomed to their situation and each other's quirks. So now y'all kind of getting comfortable with each other. Um, This is after a year, maybe after, maybe eight-ish, nine-ish, going into the first decades uh, of the marriage, okay? And it's saying uh, you as a couple, you begin to mature, um, especially if the children are present or they have had good role role models or mentors in the marriage. Um, But it says during this time is where they recommit to each other. Okay, yeah. like um, they've pretty much gone through all the the phases of um, the first three that we named and getting to know each other. Um, I didn't know you like to do that. I'm getting to know you now. You're not so much appealing to me because now I'm finding out the real stuff. Mm-hmm. And so in this phase, it's pretty much saying they recommit themselves to marriage because the stage before this one which is the um, great escape phase. Like we talked about, it was talking about maybe, um, maybe, maybe that's the, the, the gray area where they, like you said, they start looking for something else. Cause this, you wasn't what I expected, but in this area is saying they, you're pretty much, if you've lasted beyond that, yeah. you're pretty much getting into the stage where, and I think this is where me and you did like where we truly sat down and say, okay, this is either, yeah, it's either us that. or bus. Yeah. Pretty much. It's either us or bus. And it says in this stage, the couples recommit themselves to the marriage rather than opting to bail out. Yeah. And that's and, and that's, that's what part, we did. And that's the part that that should be done in the beginning. Right. Um, and you can find a lot of information out about that if you have counseling, premarital mm-hmm. counseling. But that's the part to where you actually sit down and you focus on the marriage. 
Now, why did it? Why does it take almost a decade, six to eight years, before you focus on a marriage? Because everybody has this fantasy of what they think marriage is, mm-hmm. and it's work. Yeah, it's just straight up work. Yeah, yeah, you got to learn stuff. You got to, and one of our favorite words is in the entire thing in the relationship, you got to be selfless. And a lot of people are not. I wasn't that at all. Yeah, I thought I was selfless, but. Selfless in a marriage is something completely different. Completely and totally different. Yeah. Yeah. And it says, um, just like Johnny just said, they evaluate the strengths and the weaknesses of the union and they set to work on reestablishing themselves as a couple while enhancing their family life. Literally, this is what happened to us after we had... um, after we had, you know, been Johnny had been, you know, the couple of times where it was, you know, I'm gonna go to my mama house. It ain't you, it's me. Um, you know, we went through the, you know, struggles of just still trying to figure out. I know in my mind, I was like, okay, so I know that this is what I wanted, or you were what I wanted, but I didn't expect all this to come with it. Yeah, you know, and I know, of course, there were things that I that I was responsible for that I added to. Um, or wasn't, you know, wasn't fulfilling those things that I needed to fulfill. Yeah. And, you know, some in the marriage too. So it wasn't all put on you. But at that point in this stage, the, um, the, uh, reassessment phase, we literally sat down, I think, um, that last time after you left, like, and like, it was, it was like, what are we doing? We wasted a lot of time. Yeah, like what are we so doing? Once, once we were real with ourselves, it it wasn't us. It was we didn't know who we were, right? So the identity of actually who we were, a purpose, had no idea what that was. So at this point in time, we got married, and all the love and the fuzzy stuff that we felt, we thought that was gonna carry us through. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, once we had these kids and these bills started coming, then we had to take that hundred percent focus on each other and put it different places it took from that and real life began. Yeah. And then that's where we saw we didn't, we didn't have an identity yeah. of ourselves. So trying not to trying to figure out who we are as individuals and then trying to become one and then trying to raise kids. That's a lot of, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a lot of times in that, in that moment that we wanted to just quit. So you wanted to quit. I wanted to quit. Um, and that's what all the, I, I just can't take it no more. I'm going to my mama house and you can't take it no more. You going, you got to leave and, and just get a break and all this other stuff. Where as, you know, we, we had to, we learned we had to provide that for each other in the marriage. But, you know, the kids, they live and they need 24-7 attention. They need to be taken Well, I care truly of. left only one time. I'm counting that? I left. No, I'm I'm not saying I'm counting. I'm saying it because I'm about to laugh about it because I caught myself being so mad at you that I left home. Yeah, you did. And I went and got a hotel. Uh, no, I lied. It wasn't a hotel. It was a motel room. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and a motel is when the door is on the outside. You ain't in no hallway. You just, it's the door, the room, and then the outside. And the outside. That's my card, y'all. Don't ask me why I got this on the side of this thing. So listen, y'all, I left and still got it on there. Y'all, I left. I left home because I was so mad at him. And I remember Cammie was over there that weekend, your younger sister. So you was basically, you knew how I, you knew I was mad at you for whatever reason. 
and you started ignoring me because you was playing the game with her and acting like you was playing with her and the kids and all that stuff. And so I was like, oh, okay, so you don't want me to be here? Well, I'm about to go. And I did, and I went and got me a motel room. And y'all, I did not sleep the entire night because I was terrified. I was like, cause ain't, I ain't in the hall. It ain't no hallway on that side of my door. I'm not in a, you know, the building building. I'm if I open the door, it's outside. And so I had the door lock. I had the thing lock on it, the, the extra lock on it. But I sat there and watched the door all night. Tired. Tired. It was your fault. But and then that angel spoke to you. You remember the angel? Ain't no angel spoke to me. Yeah, well. My grandmama told me I better Landed not ever. Leave, I better not ever leave 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 my house again. That's but the so guess I'm who told? About. But guess who told on me? He's talking about my grandmama. Guess who told on me though? Him, him. I just called grandma. I said, "Hey," and she said, "She said, where did he?" I said, "I don't know, Nico." <laughs> You knew she where was I was. Bad. Well, no, you didn't know what I was. She where was, I, was bad. I, I said didn't we tell had you. a we had a little spiff, and you know she left. She left. You should have told the truth that you wasn't call, talking to me. Call, tell her to call me when she get home. I said okay. When she got home the next morning, I said, "Hey, your grandma called. Said call her, and she called her. <laughs> you just getting home, and you was looking like, how you know I ain't been here? Nasty. He was the cause of it, y'all. And then he ain't gonna tell her that part." Don't go to sleep. I was trying not to get involved in whatever. That, you know, you you wanted to tell her that I wasn't home. Miss Lindy Bryant. She, but she knew because I told her about you. The I shenanigans. Know. I know. Anyway, all right. So y'all, uh, the next phase is the growing together phase, and so we hit some. It's in surviving boredom, conflict. And temptation this far, the couple may find peaceful time during their second or third decade together. That's this is where I find this is where I find the the value and the worth of a, a great marriage. This is where it's birthed at. The growing together phase. Yeah. The, most definitely. It says the second or third decade. Yeah. This is this is where it's birthed yeah. at because now not only have you focused on your marriage, you're focusing on each other, and then you're most you're definitely creating and developing things that we can do together, mm-hmm. and that's what become that's where the oneness comes in. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not most definitely it's not what I like, it's what we like. It's not you know your bank account is our bank account. It's not your car, it's our car. It's just everything changes the the posture of it the. The vocabulary of it, everything changes into one, and you can tell that the closeness, everything changes. So I think this is where this is where it's birthday. Yeah, yeah. It says suddenly there's a second opportunity to rediscover each other. Yeah. And so I know for us, um, right before our twentieth, maybe our, um, let me see, right before. Our 20th, I want to say, because for our 20th, we went to New York. So right before that, like during that time is really when, like you said, we started to kind of rediscover. Still had a few riffs, um, but for the most part, we were, like I said, we were rediscovering each other. And then it went into, so now we're here at year 29, and it says there's a second opportunity to dis- discover, rediscover each other. As children grow up, go off to college or 
and one or both spouses settle into satisfying careers, um, this is an excellent opportunity for them to focus on each other again, rather than juggling the kids, the job, the tensions that come with the different you know, uh, spaces of marriage. But with us, we've been empty nesters or true empty nesters since for a year. We just made a year. Yeah. Um, but we transitioned into these things because of course it was, you know, daughter by daughter that left and then, um, stuff like that. So I figured like we weren't juggling all their activities anymore. It's been a while since we haven't had to juggle their volleyball games or football games and different things like that. And so it, we were focused because even when Paige lived with us for the last couple of years before she moved, it was basically, she was there when she reminded us that it was a three person household, but uh, she worked and then had church activities and stuff like that. But that's where we, you know, were to rediscovering each other. And we, you know, started going to the gym together. And, yeah. um, of course, we always continued to make sure that date night was was happening. But, um, you know, that's where in this phase, that's what's going on. The kids are going away to college. And, and the one thing, and I know y'all have heard me say this on many different episodes that I always told Johnny that I wanted to us to be careful that we weren't just roommates while the kids were in the house, that we truly were um, nurturing a great relationship because when they left, we wanted to we be want, in tune. Right. Kind of like I didn't want a, just a roommate. I wanted to know you and like you and love you and want to be with you. And I wanted you to feel the same way about me and not have to feel like we had to somehow now start at year one, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's I would say that's a, a lesson um, for everybody who's listening. That's a lesson to be learned because we didn't start out you know, knowing everything, you know, as you can see, we, it took us a minute to, to get the rhythm going and be on the same sheet of music and everything, but it was intentional. Absolutely. It It was intentional. It wasn't perfect and it probably wasn't enough, but it was enough for us to get when the girls got out of the house for us to grab a hold of each other and not be so far if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like once they left, we were just sitting looking at each other like when when you dyed your hair red, mm-hmm. you know it wasn't no no conversations like that. So the the greatest thing that I like about it, and this was this was Deidre and what she did intentionally. She made sure that we talked and we had time to talk, and you know it was opportunity for us to talk, whether we just rode in the car, or whatever. So I encourage y'all to do the little things to to make sure you stay connected with your spouse. So. Because you, so you won't get overloaded with the kids' activities and your job and the stuff you got to pay and all the other extracurricular stuff that you do, um, and and don't be so much of a, a what I'm trying to say, a schedule type thing. So now me and Deidre have schedules, but it's stuff that we just do off the cuff, and you know we don't apologize for. So yeah, it's important. Also, in this stage um, is when renewal ceremonies are done. Second honeymoons are becoming a little more common in this stage. And it says um, couples pledge to themselves, to each other. Again, you know, they give each other, you know, pledge their love and their life and their willingness to want to be with each other. Yeah. You know, um, in this stage a lot, it says also remember the pledge words until death do us part. 
And so because this is we'll be at 30 years in March of next year. Um, and y'all, I promise I'm going to make my mind up. Well, it's not so much about making my mind up. It's just about um, just just about taking the time to write things down and see what needs what that needs to look what it needs to look like for us to do it. Um, I don't want anything big. Like I told you, I just wanted a time for family and very close yeah. friends to be a part of that evening for us because we never had like a, we just had like a, you know, we always say this, go to the church, got married, went home, well, went to dinner, went home and got up and went to work the next morning. But, um, and I will say this, this is, this is just how I feel about this part. And you can chime in on this, babe, but I see married couples like having vow renewals after Three years, five years, and I'm going, not that I'm saying they can't because to each his own, but I feel like three and five, at least wait until 10. That's what I'm thinking. Because like three and five years and then y'all going out and spending this extravagant amount of money on that. And I feel like at the end of the day. I mean, not that I'm trying to toot my own horn because it's about to be 30 for us, but I feel like give it some time, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that you get into, yeah, you're still learning things after year 10, but I feel like y'all still trying to get to know each other. Like, you really ain't been through nothing. Three years, that's like, for me, it's, I don't don't know. I just don't see the... Some of these people... Well, y'all can do it. I'm not saying you can't, but... But what you got to realize, some of these people... They might have been together for 30 years and just got married and then felt something change. No, no, so I'm not talking a, about like that. I'm talking well, about like literally we met each other. We married. might have dated for a couple of years or year or a couple of years or even months. Yeah. And then we get married. And then after three years, we're doing a vow renewal. So I'm going to tell you what I what believe we doing? that is. What I, we believe, doing? I believe that is them trying to connect, a couple trying to connect through actually having a marriage ceremony or the renewal vows renew their vows to try to boot to get them in the right direction to connect more as a couple mm-hmm. and i, well, I, have I feel nothing, like counseling could just simply i have nothing against that. Them with that i have nothing against that but that's it's i mean this is not a this is not magically happen right this has the actual you have to actually put in work i'm not saying that it can't make you feel better about each other whatever the case is but that's a moment that's right. a moment in your life right just like we have great moments and we will always continue. As long as you live, you will continue to have great moments, phenomenal moments. But at the end of the day, behind the stage, you got to work on this stuff. Yeah. You got to work. The phenomenal moments that we have is because we work hard for it and we continue to work hard for it. It's not perfect at all. Not by any it's means. Ours. It's yeah. ours. It's custom made for me and Deidre. Nobody else. And we do what we do the way we do it because we decide to do it like that. And we we follow God. We follow the direction and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And we try to just do the best we can. That's it. And it ain't always a hundred like that. Yeah. Sometimes she do work my nerve. I used to have to say that, but I don't say it no more. Because before I said, before I said, she will actually put me in the spot I need to put. She'll come, hey, 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 you you need to go take a nap, Joker. Go lay down. <laughs> I let me use your phone. I will get this. Go take a nap. 
Because I'm about to throw these heads. <laughs> That's what she said, that you about to get these heads. I'm just playing. Because you, no. you tripping. You short with me, you little feisty. Go take a nap. Oh, I take you're a nap. Ir- or you're easily irrit- irritated. Yeah. And I'm like, you need okay. a nap? He tired. You need to go sit later. Yeah, down and before yeah. something, something else come out of my yeah. lips, then and I'm the just same, say, And the same for her. And Right, right. And the same for her. So it's... It's but you know, you know a lot. You know that a lot of mine is hormonal. Yeah. Like these days, you know, yeah. and sometimes I'd be like, "I'm sorry, I'm just sorry, apologize." <laughs> and you'd be like, "Okay, it's okay, baby. It's all right, baby. Just go lay down. I understand." Yeah. But I try to explain myself before when I feel it happening. I just yeah. feel like it's a this ain't for you. It's it's, it's okay. Yeah, I know it ain't. I'll be like, this ain't for you, I know, baby. I know yeah. what season we in right now. Yeah. So I'm amen. Good. Amen. Oh, you did the church. Amen. Yeah, the whole amen. So, but that was um, the last one. No, that leads into the midlife strife phase. This is when you're getting older. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. When you you know when you get older, people real raw and true and yeah, honest. We're a little truer. Yeah, we all a little we're truer. A little truer. Yeah. So it says, while midlife changes are manifested in women during their 40s and 50s. Really? And sometimes in their 30s, through biological and emotional adjustments, it says both sexes may experience a psychological midlife crisis experience, crisis experience, where they reach the pinnacle of married life or career. Mm. Um, it says they suddenly see the downhill side of the other half of their lives. The thought of approaching retirement, aging, they get nervous, they get anxious. It says some people overreact in an obsessive, in an obsessive quest for youth. And this is what you always say. They uh, want to hold on to like the best years when they were in great shape and, you know, thriving and still working and all these things and traveling and doing all these things. And it says, and then they abandon their spouses for guess what? A younger model or, or as Johnny liked to say it, as you like to say it, babe, he just went, he divorced his wife for all the many years and went and found a younger version of his wife. That's it. That's what you always say. And I, I'm telling that's what you, you always say. And the say. reason I say that is because if you look at the situation, nine times out of ten, when a husband or a wife leave their spouse for someone else, that person they left for someone else almost, almost all the time resembles their ex. So they have a type, they like the type, but they just don't like the changes that happen with the right. one the original. Right. The changes go happen with the new one too. Your whole wife that yeah. you have had kids with whose body changed, who's may have went through, you know, some a sickness or just something or whatever, that wife. And you, yeah. like you said, but you always say that. It's it's yeah. just, and the reason I, we get stuck, man. We we don't want to, it's a maturity thing. So we get stuck. Um, don't want to cross over to the next level. And that's women and men. So we get stuck, don't want to cross over to the next level, want stuff to kind of be, in that same era because it was it has a good feeling it, it was mm-hmm. moving good yeah you know you felt important valued but now you know everything evolves including you so right. you if you don't know your place and you don't know your identity you can stay in a place for too long mm-hmm. so you can be 
and I, I'm, I'm, I'm just. You could be the dude who eighty who got cornrows, and you got weave in your head trying to make the cornrows full when when you was young. You can't be the chick that go get Botox and go get all these things trying to reinvent yourself as a younger you, because that's an identity thing. That's an identity thing, and you're not comfortable with who you are. It's just it's an identity thing. Yeah. The truth is, the older you get, your metabolism slow down, and if you ain't if you ain't a consistent workout person, like from when you were seventeen all the way to now, you can still lose weight and all that stuff, but it ain't gonna happen like it used to. It just requires an extra effort. This will require something different because you're not the same person you were yeah. when you were seventeen. When I when I gained a little weight when I was younger, I drank some water and do some push ups. I was back. And they gone. Yeah. How how Man. y'all say? I was snatched back oh, quick. Did you? Do men get snatched? I don't think men get snatched. I apologize. I, I'm not sure. He was just back in shape. It's because all I, I I got I, I got I live with seven women, y'all. It's, well, you live with one, but you talk to all of us every day yeah. a little bit. So, um, <laughs> but listen, so it says even in this stage, babe, and this is things that we don't do because I think we consider we we're not quite all the way down the line in this stage, but we are seeing some of this stuff. You know, we are we haven't retired, but the girls are gone. You know, we yeah. we're here where we are um, focusing on each other. But it says also in this stage, um, uh. The in this stage, it can bring out the worst in 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 a couple. It leads to finger pointing, regret, regrets, accusations, confrontations. It says strong, committed couples will find a way to weather the storm. Others, sadly, may fall by the wayside as as their marriage disintegrates. Yeah. So you may have start to have you know health issues, and your parents may um you know it's a, one or more parents may um you know leave leave or you know um expire or whatever you having different things going on but even in this stage of um what's called the midlife strife you still have to make sure that you're finding that connection with your spouse i love you even more than i loved you when i first met you because i've seen you grow into the person that you are now you know i i love your gray hair and your and your mustache and your beard and you know who you are now because I've seen you gain wisdom. I've seen you gain, you know, gain, um, like you said, we're not the same size that we used to be when we met, but I've seen you gain so many things. I've seen, I've seen you fail. I've seen you succeed. I've seen you, you know, be and be depressed, but I've also, because of things that happened, I've seen you bounce back off of things that, you know, I was like, you know, this, I know that this is hard for him, but I've seen you weather through storms, you know, and have been there with you to help encourage you. And even the times when they happened and it was like, it was so devastating to you that you wanted to, you didn't, you didn't, you were at a point where you, you know, just felt like it was just like everything and everybody was against you. Yeah. And so it's, it's even more fulfilling now, um, just to do life with you because we have seen so much, so many different things change and, 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 um, get better about, about each other. You, we've had challenges together, um, separately, but you've always been, been there for me and I've always been there for you to encourage you, 
you know, we've seen things and it, it has been in sickness and yeah. in health. And yeah. so, um, yeah. And we're still here. It's right. And it's about moving and it's about talking to each other through the different phases and changes and being honest with, with your spouse about where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And being real and focused. Yeah. This is, this is what I like to say every now and then. I look at myself in the mirror. I try to do it at least a minimum of two times a day. And I mean, look into my eyes, my face, my body, the entire thing. And the reason why the reason why I do that is because a lot of times when a spouse feels like they deserve more, their spouse is not doing certain things. It's because they're not looking at themselves and being real with themselves. Because although your spouse has changed, and I remember when she used to have a little waist, and I remember when he used to have a six pack, and now he got this gut and he got this. But then I'd be like, okay, well, go. go Look in the mirror real quick. You, I mean, there's some things unchanged about you too. The the greatest thing about my marriage, and we've always said this, that we understand that marriage is a journey, a one-way journey. If you're with your spouse and y'all living life the way y'all supposed to live it, that's that's created just for you, you make it decisions, then you move and you make decisions, you make choices, you live stuff, you have milestones you have goals you have destinies and they're all different because you're not the same person so you had kids they got out they got married they got college you that's gone now you got something else you look forward to so the journey is fulfilled through you living and understanding where you at in life Mm -hmm. and how things have changed and evolved so that's the one thing that as your body changes and evolves, your mind has to do the same thing. Your mind cannot stay 17 the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You just can't. So all that stuff is a part of growing and maturing. Um, you know, taking all that stuff in and being able to deal with it. You know, me and my wife, we, and I continue to say this, what works for me and Deidre, it ain't going to work for nobody else. It's not supposed to. But what we do what we do is equip you and highlight what your 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 strong suits are and then teach you how to get a rhythm with it. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, this is like dancing. And if we dancing and we doing the Charleston or the waltz or whatever we doing, if I change songs and change rhythms and she changed with me, she don't ask a lot of questions. Every now and then she might ask, why are we doing this again? I mean, I was good with the last one, but I guess you want to do this and vice versa. She might say, hey, we need to change it. So we change it and the rhythm changes, the beat changes, everything changes and we move with it. But if you're not in a rhythm, it's not going to work. Yeah. And I'm not just saying you can't, you don't have to be in a hundred percent rhythm, but in every area of your life together, it has to be some type of rhythm to where you can catch on and know the beat and know the song and move. Yeah. Period. And if you don't have that, then it's always going to be somebody dancing alone. Yeah. And that's where the, you don't never do this right. You don't never this right. Uh, you used to do this. Now you don't do this. And you don't do this. And that's what all that stuff comes in at, man. So, but the one thing that I I, I would say is, I, I was thinking about you today, Deidre. And 
you know, I was just thinking, you know, as far as what can can I get you for your birthday and what, you know, how it can be a special moment. And you know how I do. I just started thinking about your life. And I remember from where you came from, that 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 girl who came out the doctor's appointment at the office and walked across that street to that abortion center. Mm-hmm. And now just looking at who you are and what you are in this world with your kids and your grandkids and your son-in-laws and you have people that you poured into and you done wrote books. And it's like from the person you was then to the person you are now, like I always tell you, you just need to turn around every now and then and just look at the roses that you planted. Mm-hmm. Because it could have been so much different. You didn't know who you were then. You were scared. I was scared. And we didn't know. But now, and it's not because of us. It's because of the grace of God and how he loves us. Mm-hmm. So here are you here now. And if at at the point of where you at, I, I, I got you stuff. So that part is good. But if I had to give you anything, I would just walk you back through your past. And just let you look at everything from where it started to where it is now. And sometimes people don't look at their life. You know, we didn't just get here by happenstance. This was work. And every now and then you got to go back and look at your work. So you you are who you are and you move the way you move and you have the connections that you have and you have the support and you have the favor because of who you were then as well as who you are now. So yeah. I'm I'm proud to have you on my arm and I'm proud of you. Miss don't have a book in you. Stop. Amen. Thank you, baby. Yeah. So I know it gets a little it gets a little tough to find presents and stuff, but you you already know the type of man I am. I'm a thinker. So I just think about stuff. And at the age we are now, I think about our life and I think about where we came from and where we are. And I think about how hard we fight every every single day to make this what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's intentional. So at some point in time, you, you look at the investment, the sacrifice that you're doing, you look at it on a daily basis, then you take a take a look at the investment that you've made and then the return. So wouldn't change nothing. The good, the bad, the yeah. ugly, the jacked up, the toe up. Cause for every heartbreak, every mind break, meltdown, and and this is the part that I love. For all that stuff, if you stay long enough and continue to work on it, it can be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the rebuild is better than the original that right. you had. Yeah. Because God said you got to be broken from where you are. Uh. You got to be broken before you can be built up in something else. Yeah. So if you hold, I try to hold that's on. that's definitely us. Yeah. So if you try to hold on to the original forever, then it, it just doesn't work. Yeah. So the breakdowns that we've had, the meltdowns, the breaks, all that stuff, it's been rebuilt. And you know, some God allowed us to do it, and then others He did it. So I think that's why we we are where we are today. Yeah. So, 
That's my spiel. I'm finished. You, you did get a, good. You, you go get an offer it. I didn't cry. You, you see? ain't cry. You was blanking a lot, yeah, though. It, it was trying to come up <laughs> a little bit. You was blanking, blanking. It was trying to come up. So, guys, what else we, got? we actually moved into the fulfillment phase, and I didn't call it out because that's the last stage because Johnny kind of went on into it, and it was good. Um, but basically, it's what you said. It says, after a few decades of marriage, the husband and wife realized that that they've that we've y'all if if you made it that far have somehow managed to stay together and all those things that you said was it says for some couples excuse me this may simply entail looking back on the earlier years together yeah. all that stuff that you said is being thankful that you have each other through the good and through the bad times um being grateful to have that per- that person just like you said to me you're grateful to have me on your arm and I'm grateful to be on your arm and to be, you know, your rib. And I truly know that, you know, it's one thing to read it in the Bible, but it's another thing to really see it like in fruition, a yeah. real life yeah. example. And so basically that's what this was talking about. As I was reading, I was like, okay, sir, you done moved into it. But it's saying um, the fulfillment phase is just falling in love all over again yeah. and really loving you really loving you for what's inside of you, not so much for the physical, because of course, you know, I'm completely and still attracted to your physical. I was about to say, I, I swell up every you night. Know what and I'm so I sick get of you. all on me. Yeah, I, I can. I do about, I can't. I mean, I do about 12, about, about 12 15, 15 push-ups. Okay. Yeah, I do about 15 push-ups real fast. Uh, okay, I'm going to help you do some of it. Yeah, but um, so basically that's what it's saying. Just falling in love over again, really realizing that we have chosen each other and we're grateful to have each other and that we have made it this far and it ain't no, I'm going to find me somebody younger or whatever. And that's what it's saying through thick and thin, through good, through bad, through whatever it says. They at this point, you have no thought for anyone else. Because just the satisfaction of being with the person that you truly love above all else and more, even more so it's you might see somebody that's a nice looking person Mm. and that's as far as it goes because that's what it is because I know what I have with you and I know what I have in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there is purpose to, to this union. Yeah. So it's it's not so easy to just throw it away and say I'm going off and be with somebody for a good thrill. Okay, no. But it says, few marriages operate in one level consistently throughout the lifelong course of two people who have chosen to get married. Things change. Uh, bodies change. Minds change. You know, a, a lot of things shift. But at the end of the day, people go through, marriages go through a series of experiences, a series of moments, a series of moments that make up decades of years and and, and, and lifetimes together with one another. Um, it says married people may want to spend time. Just think, think about since we've given you the seven stages, think about what you have and what stage you might be in. And we gave y'all example of what stages we were in and what's and how we got through them and, um, just, just moved and maneuvered through them. And some of them were harder than others. That's the truth. Some were harder than others. But the truth is God graced us and he, this, this is all him because he gave us, he gave us 
the tools that we needed. He gave us things and he graced us at times when we didn't even know what we needed. Yeah. And so did we call on him all the time? Absolutely not. But some of the stuff we have made decisions. Right. And we moved on it. But, you know, I'm I'm excited about the fact that we didn't quit and we didn't give up. Yeah. We didn't give up. And so it has caused me to appreciate you more and more and more. And, you know, was we singing Solid as a Rock when we first started this? No. No, we, we were singing I saw I saw you walking in the rain. Mm-hmm. No, what just the song that just came to my mind and now we're solid, solid as a rock. Ashford and Simpson sing that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Allison don't know because she wasn't even born yet. But Ashford and Simpson saying that the song is solid as a rock. And how I truly. How did we get here? I don't know. How did how, we get here? How did we get to be people? They say you live long enough. We are people that. who talk about stuff that other people don't right. know. Right. I think about. they call them OGs. That's okay. we we OGs. Have, it's okay. It's okay. So we be saying stuff, and she be and like, she be like mm, "Don't have a clue who you saw walking in the rain." Orange Juice Jones, at, right? Solid as what rock? Orange Juice Jones. That's a uh, stupid name. Who named they? Right. Who, who, right. What he drunk a lot of orange are. juice or something? I, I don't know. We we are this this is this right here is solid. And guess yeah. what? You want me to tell you what? What? You got a fine wife. Oh, girl, I, finna, I thought you were about to say something else. What, should, what I was about to say? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I do have a fine wife. I got a fine wife, but she's sexy and she's beautiful from the inside out. She grown woman. Hey, you got to be grown. Uh, when you sex, everybody uh, ain't sexy. Ooh. People sexy and, and like little spurts, uh-huh. but you... For you to be sexy mm-hmm. just all the time, that's mm-hmm. grown woman stuff. That's grown woman stuff. Grown women, oh. real grown women oh. who got, they sexy all the time. When you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom with that scarf on your head with your eyes closed, you sexy. Say, tell the people good night. That's all I'm saying. You it's don't know crazy. the steps. You know the turns now. I know the pivots. You, you know the pivots. You can get to where you got to get at. You ain't got to. So when we first moved in, you was bumping in the yeah, stuff. Yeah, my head I was, was jumping all the way in that wall. I was jumping no, up thinking somebody robbing no, us. I wasn't nowhere near the door. How did I get over here? I'm but talking about it was straight wall. It, you just kept doing it. It was straight wall. She just kept doing it every morning. Then one night, she just did it and i was like oh she done count them now she got them i got them down i'll be peeping now. at you though i'll be you peeping do? i'll be peeping oh. i'll be like oh, and i wait till the last minute silhouette. to go to the bathroom and some days you be getting up and that little left leg might be sleeping the right you be oh. you be doing a little oh. stuff. you gotta do a little sexy bob girl bob i be trying to run to the bathroom yeah but you know don't drink all that water but right yeah. before i go to bed yeah it's all right though amen kind of went off on the side there i not, I don't know how we got on that side. We're just telling y'all we, we're changing and we're growing older <laughs> together, and different things are happening to our bodies. And yeah. so we talking about it, y'all. We, and because we, and this is the part when you focus on your spouse, you see stuff that's sexy that nobody else don't and, ever see. And don't don't ever see. And don't. She had that thing around on her eyes, and she wrap her hair. Yeah, so she had that thing. And it'd be down like this and right here. And it'd be down like this right here because you don't want to mess up like the top of the hair. And I'd be so thinking of myself. pull it down. I can just run up on her and do whatever. And her eyes, she ain't going to be able to guess this. And I'd be done, you know. 
I'm, I'm, it's, it's gonna be okay. I'd be sexy to me. Thanks. Cause at any time I could take you. You take me. <laughs> okay, y'all, we got to go. Okay, babe, we got to go. <laughs> All right, we, gonna we got go. to go. So I can take you. Okay. <laughs> but I don't like that, boys. Okay. Okay, cause right. you sound like a little girl. Right. right? That's like some that. that ain't good. But that you, wasn't sexy. No, that wasn't sexy at all. Dude, I'm sorry. Boys. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I want. All right. Okay. See, I, her sexiness got me sexy too. Right. Come on. What we doing? Oh, this has been no. <clears throat> the same. This has this has been pillow talk moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Thank y'all for watching. Yeah, thank y'all for watching. I hope y'all got something out of what we talked about. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, Again, this was the second part to the seven stages of marriage. Marriage off of uh, we we the content everydayhealth.com. We got to share that because it wasn't our stuff. However, we like to tell y'all stuff that we find. We like to, like I said, tie our stuff into it and just tell y'all how we made it over. How I got over. That's a church song. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. Say goodnight. Say goodnight. We All about right, to go, y'all. Thank y'all so much. No oh, I'm Deidre, his wife. Let, let's do it again. Okay. This has this been. has been Pillow Talk. Jesus, I had a brain fart. I know. This has been Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobley. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley Jr. And we are something like an ordinary couple with extraordinary purpose. Hey. It's almost the birthday weekend. Turn up what? for the birthday weekend. I don't think weekend. you ever did that. I haven't turned up for mine is cuter because my nails polish is pink. You, and that's Turn all you're trying to do is show your nails. Weekend. My nails jacked Turn up for the birthday like weekend. <laughs> I move mine fast so you can't see. Uh,